Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm Adriana and I'm Penji and today we are going to be discussing interracial relationships and this um, topic is actually going to be a subcategory for our second episode I believe which was Dear White People so that kind of ties in with that episode. So without further ado, let's get started. We also just wanted to remind you guys that this is just two people having a conversation and just sharing their opinions on the different things we discuss. It's nothing um, statistical, factual, and stuff like that. Obviously, the things we say are based on some facts and stuff like that, but it's nothing that you guys should take so closely to heart because we will say controversial things and things you may not agree with, and that doesn't mean that what you believe is wrong. It's just we're just stating our own opinion. We're not a news reporting site. We're not journalists. We aren't professional podcast people we're just doing this for fun because we feel like our opinions are interesting and i we feel like people people would would want to hear what we have to say so to begin with to avoid any confusion an interracial relationship or marriage is a relationship that involves two spouses who belong to different races it doesn't necessarily have to be a black and white person it can be all different kinds of races. Just some background information. I am mixed race. My mom is white. She's Cypriot. And my dad is black. He is Zimbabwean. We also mentioned this in our second episode, Dear White People. Just, But just for anyone that didn't know or just didn't listen to that episode, now you know. So in Zimbabwe, the majority of the population is black. But in the the suburbs that we lived in and the private schools and all of like the stuff we the people we hang out with and we were together it was equal kind of white and black but even though it was equal there was what black people were always seen as lesser than the white people even though the black people might, might have like driven better cars than the white people had nicer houses lived in better areas the black people were always considered lesser than the white people because they were black Obviously, then, the white people would not be shouting racial slurs at the black people or hate crime men or any sort of stuff like that. It wasn't, like, so extreme, but there was always this underlying feeling of racism around. So, for instance, it was normal for a black girl or a mixed-race girl or just, you know, someone that wasn't white to like a white boy because, you know, he's white. I mean, look at him. Why wouldn't you like him? But if a white boy was to like a black girl or a mixed-race girl or someone that wasn't white anyway... It was always like, why do you like her? She she's not white. What do you see in her that's attractive that you that you like her? And you actually had the need to tell everyone about it. It was sort of it was embarrassing. Between between the white people, it was embarrassing. Like, how can he like her? Or how can she like him? She's black. They're black. He's black. You know. So correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand. If, for example, if a white guy liked a mixed-race girl and he got made fun of it for it, it wasn't because that girl was uglier because she was unattractive. It was solely because she was black and the stereotype behind a white guy liking a black girl was really negative. To an extent, yes. Okay, I made it seem as though it's a ter- it was a terrible thing that was happening, which it is, but obviously the people knew that Choosing to not like black people was racist. They knew it was racist. So they wouldn't just, you know, openly say, oh, yeah, I don't like black people. I don't want to date them. But it was always there. So amongst them, amongst white people, white people amongst them, they would have maybe discussed this. But because we we were friends with them too, like us, 
black people, mixed race people, were friends with white people. So obviously, white people would not be open about it and say, oh yeah, I would never date a black girl, I would never date a mixed race girl, because like we're friends with them, so it's offensive. And just so I can clear something up, guys, when we talk about this kind of stuff, we don't mean people who have preference, like they their preference isn't black people, like that's not racism. Racism is choosing, like you might find a black person attractive, but then you choose not to date them because, because they're, they're black. black, right? So it's okay to have a preference, like for me, let's say I like people with curly hair, but that doesn't mean if I see someone that doesn't have curly hair, I'm going to immediately disregard them and not want to even have anything to do with them just because they don't have curly hair. Yes, if you have curly hair, I will be more open to, you know, engaging with you and, like, talking to you. But I'm not going to... Disregard you. Completely and just be like, no, ew, he doesn't have curly hair or she doesn't have curly hair, you know? So how it was, was basically white people would date white people, black people would date black people, and then mixed-race people... Um, or Indian people, or anyone basically that wasn't white, they would date black people all amongst themselves. So it, the races would not combine. No, the races would combine if it was, let's say, light-skinned people, mixed-race people, and black people, or Indian people and black people, you know? But black people, Indian people, would never dare to date a white person, not because they're too good for the white person, but because white people would look at them as not being good enough. And what was even worse was that the um, the mixed-race boys especially, they saw themselves as so much higher than the black boys, and they saw themselves as higher than the black girls, right? So they were like, they thought they had like the special privilege, you know? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed-race, which means my skin is lighter, so I'm too good to date a black girl. But little do they know, the white girls look at them and laugh because they're like, no, I'm not going to date a mixed-race boy. I'm not going to date a black boy. So despite all of this and knowing this stuff, obviously they were, it was racist what was happening and it wasn't good what was going on. But we can't blame them because this is, they were taught these things from, from their house. Like their parents were the ones that, you know, would say, no, you can't date a black boy. You can't date a black girl or, you know. And I've, I've kind of experienced this, not with my sort of more progressive family. I'm talking about my older family that hasn't grown up in such a progressive world like I'll hear them maybe at Christmas or at Easter or at big family gatherings they'll be like gossiping about one of my aunts who's dating a black guy and who has two mixed kids and she's like white herself like they'll be talking shit about her and I'm just over here my liberal ass <laughs> listening to her like okay she's an old lady she doesn't understand but how can you expect someone to be progressive when they've grown up in a household like this? So I definitely agree with you because although being racist is never justified and you should never you never have a good reason for being racist because you're just a shitty person if you are, it also has to do with where you've grown up, who raised you, and what were the rules and morals like in your house and stuff and like which era you grew up in. Because like us now, we we are seen as progressive teenagers like i guess like we don't have any problem with any sort of race or at least i want to believe we don't have a problem with any sort of race or any type of person whereas if you would go to our grandparents or even our like even our parents and aunts and uncles and we talk to them about such topics they would feel very uncomfortable and they would have bias and prejudice within them yeah definitely i i also saw this today actually i was in the grocery store and we were in the line for the cashier 
And in front of us was this um, white woman, this black guy, and then I, who I assume is their kid, this mixed race child. And behind us was a moderately old couple. <laughs> and I heard them talking about this. They were saying this in Greek. They were like, oh, that kid is going to have so many issues growing up. Like, oh, what if the dad leaves? What if something happens to the dad? <laughs> and I... I was standing in line, like, clenching the groceries, trying not to say something, because I know if I were to say something, I would just, I would just be yelled at by the old people. And for me personally, what I really, really do not like is most, most Cypriot, I'm not going to say all Cypriot people, because they, they are exceptions. I mean, you, you're not yeah. racist, you know, but most Cypriot people are, are racist, and especially towards um, Turkish people because of, you know, like the whole history behind, oh, behind that. Uh, even my mom, I, we were talking about, we were talking about something the other day and she said to us, if you bring me home a Turkish boy, I'm not, Andriana, you're going to give me a, no, a heart my, attack, you know, do I've not do that. that. My, my parents wouldn't say that necessarily, but I feel like the way we we view Turkish yeah. people as a whole, as yeah. an as a nationality, as an ethnicity. I think it's very flawed the way Definitely. we view Turkish people. We have to separate politics from an entire culture because you'll hear these Greek boys and these Cypriot boys be like, oh my gosh, I hate Turkish people. How dare they? They're here illegally. Yes. Sir, calm down. Like, you are 12 years old. You what don't do you know, know about history. You don't know what happened. This is purely politics this has nothing to do with people themselves and turkish people shouldn't be criticized for what politicians have done to them and yeah. to us obviously there is a very tragic history behind this whole um Turk turkish and cypriot thing and the whole like there was there was a war the and genocide turkey, yeah and turkey occupied cyprus in like 300 years and then like it was a whole thing you know that's what i'm saying i'm not saying we should just completely disregard that but i feel Older generations, it's normal between older generations because they lived through the the era of the wars and the genocide and the refugees and all of that, all of that stuff. So if I went to my grandmother and told her, "Yeah, you know, I present to you my Turkish boyfriend," she would kick me out of the house and kick him out the out the house, you know. And although I'd I'd be like, you know, Granny, don't do that, whatever. It, it, I understand where she's coming from because, like, let's say that boy's grandfather could have been the soldier standing every night outside their house you know so with old people although we shouldn't allow it it is somewhat justified understandable. it is understandable so we asked you guys on our instagram to ask a couple questions about this topic and one question we got was is the younger generation of cypriots more tolerant of interracial relationships i mean from my perspective i think that it's starting to become more acceptable it's still obviously not fully accepted because, you know, we live in Cyprus. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's getting a little better, to be honest. I'm starting to see more um, mixed race couples that are sort of our mixed race. I mean, interracial couples that are closer to our age that don't get as many weird looks in public as some people would presume. I definitely agree with you because with the people I hang out with and surround myself with, they're not racist and they don't discriminate against people because of their race or don't find, let's say, black people unattractive because, you know, they're black. I feel that even between 
um, teenagers, there isn't so much racism when it comes to um, interracial relationships. So the problem isn't the teenagers, it's not the children, but it's the parents at home. So from a young age, if the, a parent is always saying bad things about another race that isn't white, the child, this, is, this thing is automatically embedded into this child's brain and memory that liking a black person, or not, not a black person, just any person that isn't white is wrong, even like a, even Asian people. And with Cypriots, the thing is, people Cypriot people say such rude, racist things, and it comes out so, so automatic. Like, they may not shout race, racial slurs at people because they may not even know of these racial slurs, but they, they'll be at the supermarket and be like, no, don't go there, that's where the blacks are. You know, or may or look at all those foreigners, look at all those refugees polluting our country. I think I think a really good example of this is how most Supri people have housekeepers who are either Filipino house, or English, housekeepers, like, housekeepers like maids, maids who yeah. live in the house and who help around the house. Um, I'm saying this in Greek, yeah. and I'll just translate it in English. Parents or mostly older older people will be like. Like that just means ask the Filipino girl. Yeah. And it's it's so it's it's degrading. What's wrong with you? She's a human being. You can you know she has a name and you can clearly call her by that, but you choose not to, and you choose to see her as lower below you and lower than you. It's like you don't give her a name because you don't care about her being a person. You just care about her ethnicity and you can identify her like that instead of identifying her with her name. And I definitely that this thing also existed in Zimbabwe amongst the old old white Greek ladies. That because there was like a Greek community there as well, and the old white Greek ladies would be like, I'm gonna say this in Greek and then translate. They'd be like, "Ne ipasti mavrimo namukatharisi," which basically means, "Yeah, I told my, my black one, like my black the maid now. I told the black one." to do this and this and this. Ipasto Mavramo, like I told um like my black one, like the gardener now, to do this and this and this. So ma'am These people we are, have names. We they have we're not living in the eighteen hundreds. This is not some we are not this is not a slavery montage over here. Okay? Like let's keep it civil. Another question we got is who do you think is responsible for raising awareness about interracial issues in society? Honestly speaking, I definitely, I strongly believe it is the younger generation because I know it's going to sound cheesy, but the younger generation is the future because we are the future. All these old racist people, I'm sorry, are going to eventually, you know, die and then it's, and then it's going to be us left. And if we continue to embed these horrible racist tendencies that we've been taught by our elders, by our elders right, there's not, there's there's not there's, going to be a change. There's not going to be a change. There's not going to be no hope for society. I mean, we clearly see that. We clearly know there is a problem and we should change it. We shouldn't just like, you know, well, someone will come along and do it. You're just as bad as them if we don't do anything. And if we don't change the way we think and don't employ these new mentalities, exactly. we're going to be the next generation of old racists. Because um, interracial couples will always exist, whether you like it or not. So you might as well... Just get on to, board. You must get on. Just come to terms with it because at yeah. the end of the day, what is it? It's a white girl liking a black boy. And the fact or a black is, boy liking a black, white girl, or just any race liking someone else of another race. They're humans. Everyone's human. Why does it matter what color your skin is? I don't know if I'm taking this too far, but obviously, I, I'm mixed race. I'm half black. So my mom's so on my mom's side. Everyone is white. So we are the only black people 
or colored people there colored i mean mixed race people there because there is no other black person on my mom's side don't you think at least my close cousins or just my close very close family don't you think that they would be more woke than any other random cypriot or wouldn't you expect them to be of course like if your mom's sister has mixed race children they're your first cousins so you obviously should be a bit more open-minded exactly and you know this baffles me because the other day i was coming back from dancing and i go to dancing with my cousin so we were in the car we were in the car coming back from dancing and we're at the traffic lights and there was this there was this indian man yeah i think he was indian he was riding his motorbike he was you know he was also going to cross the street we were on the same lane anyways and we were at the traffic lights and the, the 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 guy on the motorbike waited for us to go first and then he would go whereas my uncle was waiting for the indian guy to go first and then he would go so everyone was just kind of like waiting for each other and no one was moving and then at some point i'm going to say this in greek and then translate my uncle goes right and which basically means come on you black guy move right and it Please. Were you in the car? I was in the car and I wanted to die. I literally um, wanted to. And the, that's the problem because these people, I'm sorry, but these people don't actually re- realize that what they're saying is racist. They think, well, what? He wasn't moving. I'm allowed to say that. Well, like if it's not against a black person, then it's not as bad. You know, and the, the thing is, this man, first of all, he was not even black. But, you know, he has dark skin. So let me just say he's black. I'm sorry. I'm going on a, of a bit of a ch- tangent now, but I'm just very heated about this and i was in i was just like what just i was in the car i was like what just happened like okay i'm sorry the thing is and you can't even voice your concern and opinion on this thing because if you did they'd be like oh god shut up uh, yeah you're so why are you making such a big deal i didn't say anything he didn't hear me he didn't like it's you know okay and i'm just thinking now this is how parents you see these people if you ask them to their face, are you racist? They would obviously say no. They'd be like, no, I'm not racist. I have nothing against black people, um, Asian people, like any, like any race. But then you see them and they go off and do these things and you just wonder, like, are you okay? And now my cousin, my cousin's are 12, 13 years old. So, obviously, with my, my cousin's, this, like, let's say this is like a daily thing that happens in their car, in their house, whatever. Obviously, these children will grow up and grow up to be just as bigoted as my grandparents and as all my older family members because of the way their parents behave. Like, as much as we don't like admitting it, children mirror their parents' behavior and what they say. If it's manners, they'll mirror their manners. But if it's stuff like this, they'll start with start forming these ideologies. Of and these opinions of, of, the, of people like this. Yeah. I know it sounds like I'm going on I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, I know. But this is this is the problem with the interracial relationships. So, obviously, this random act of racism by my uncle has now influenced my cousins, although it's on a subconscious level. It's influenced them now to view people with a darker skin tone as, li- as below them or as just stupid because, you know, he didn't move when the light was green. So, now, imagine this is like a re- recurring thing that keeps happening Will these children not eventually see black people or people that are not white as lower than them? Will they not see something and will they not condemn other people that are in interracial relationships? They will. They will. If they're raised like this, they definitely will. So on a final note, I guess our message from this episode should be 
preach love as cheesy as it sounds we need to learn to love each other in we this really society do. because we we live in a world and in a society where not everyone is the same not everyone is going to be how we want them to be there's black people there's white people there's asian people there's people of all sorts of minorities and religions and race and everything and it's not going to change just because you don't like it and choose to see something wrong with it when there really isn't something wrong and you just make it worse by not accepting, by not accepting it. it. You make it worse because interracial relationships are still going to happen whether you like it or not. So I think it's better people need to start opening their eyes and ears and listening to what people have to say and realizing that we live in a progressive world. We do not live in like the, you know, 18th, century. the 18th century when these things were acceptable and you know interracial marriage was a big no-no and it could not happen. And the thing is... It should not be this hard. Like, the way we're seeing it, it should not be this hard to accept it because people are people. It doesn't matter what skin color they are. We all bleed the same color. We should all be treated equally. This shouldn't be such a big thing. Yeah. We should just consider it normal. And the fact that we actually had to dedicate a whole episode to talk about interracial relationships and marriage and about how it should actually be accepted and normalized shows how fucked up our society is and how fucked up the world is that um, interracial marriage and relationship is not something that's already considered normal. Because for me and you, like me and you, Penelope, it might be the most normal thing. But outside of, you know, the progressive people, you that can say, yeah, outside of our little group of friends that we think are woke and progressive and liberal and all this stuff, there is a whole world collapsing because, you know, this girl's, this woman's daughter is marrying a black man. And, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing that shouldn't be a thing. It should just be something normal. On that note, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm sorry if we sounded a bit all over the place and just, there's just so much to say. There's so much to say. That's why. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.